Come on, come all, come gather round. Come hear tales both lost and found. Grab yourself a drink with a splash of lime. It's David and Michael's story time. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Story Time. I'm David Miller. I'm Michael Santel, and guess what? We're going back to our bread and butter, David. Yep. We're going to be farmer boys again. We're okay. going to make some bread and then eat it with some butter. Our bread and butter, just a regular fairy tale. I love that we talked so much about who gets to start it, and then you blew right past who gets to start it. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you have to add? Did Nothing. you have different things to add? Nothing. I didn't know. I was just excited to get to be here. I, I was one of those It things is your house, so you should be here. It's like, uh, like when my cat gets outside, and he then immediately freezes up because it's like he didn't plan this far. Yeah. Know? It's like, that's how I got. I picture when your cat goes outside, it's sort of like when Jim Carrey hits the wall of the Truman Show. He's like, oh my god, this is all. Oh, fake yeah, it's yeah. literally like he like he like tries to escape and then when he finally does he's like oh i, I this isn't what i wanted too afraid of this all is the a bad idea yeah. yeah yeah he wouldn't yeah. even know what to do if he got outside i know, I know. He comes right back well let's get to it david <laughs> today i'm going back to our old friend Hodge Christian Anderson. Okay, so we're taking a break from the smut tales. I mean, the name of this tale is called the elf mound from 1845 <laughs> Which means it's like 40-ish years before like, the Pearl was like written. 50, like 50 years before. Just about. I mean, I don't, I don't know math. I don't know it's it. 52 it's, years it's, before. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm glad there's a, actually an answer to that. Uh, any predictions on the Elf Mound? The Elf Mound. I feel like the Elf Mound is like the home of elves. Like yeah. It's a, like it's a hill, in the, you know, or something that they live in. Yeah. Like that a elf, an elf. Or the elves sure. live in. Yeah. Um, so I think that's what the mound refers to. Okay. Unless, it's, unless it's something weird like um, uh, it's like a giant has collected a bunch of elves and he's sure, yeah. got them buried <laughs> yeah. in a shallow grave out back so they just sort of poke up a little bit under that's the That's a ground. great idea for a story called Elf Mound, <laughs> where a giant's killing elves. Uh, I will say it's nice to just hear our author sort of get to wax poetic in <laughs> fairy tale terms. Okay. I feel like so many of our fairy tales, they're called fairy tales, but they're like real life with a tilt on it. We're like, we're going to get some elves in this. We're okay. just going to get some like fairy tale yeah, creatures. There's going to be some mystical beings. Yeah. And we don't have to know like why. No, we never know why. <laughs> we're never told why anything is going on. We okay. just get to it. Great. Great. Any other predictions? I sort of, I sort of like stepped on it. Yeah, I stepped on no, your predictions. It's all good. Uh, I think that, like most, our main character will still be a human. Okay. Man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm say, I'm <laughs> yeah. Say, it's, it's always kind of a toss-up. I feel like it's a good like seventy thirty split between you have a male main character and a female main character. It might be less than that. It's been, you're right, it's been a lot of, like, dudes it's on a quest. It's usually a dude, and then, like, at one point he will get someone's daughter. Yeah, or the daughter is then saved by a man at some point. Right. A lot of marriages. Yeah, but, so I'm guessing that the, the main character is a male. Okay. Man. Not, okay. A, not a male man. Oh, so a male man, a male carrier. Yeah, not a male carrier. Okay, so he doesn't have... But he is a male... Man. Carrier, probably, of Male. HPV. Okay, uh, well, I mean, it's I the mean, older Many type. men carry, you know? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if old men had uh, HPV or not. But Back in the have. 1800s? Yeah, they had other things. I'm sure they had all the things. But they probably had some things that aren't really things anymore. Yeah. Right? Like, they. I mean, not everything is bad. Yeah. 
Oh, who knows? Yeah, HPV is usually not great. They were all sick. They were all <laughs> sick. I know, like people in like, like jungle dwelling people when they like yeah. go visit them, they just all have Lyme disease. Oh yeah, like, just broad strokes of Lyme disease. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. All right, here we go. Okay. The Elf Mound. Yes, from 1845. Uh, might be my favorite two opening sentences. Great. The second sentence especially. Okay. Several lizards darted briskly in and out of the cracks of a hollow tree. They understood each other perfectly, for they all spoke lizard language. Okay. <laughs> okay. We immediately are going to have to break this one down. Yeah. He yeah. has started it like an actual novel. You yeah. Know? Like, 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 yeah. We're right in the middle of whatever action is happening here. Uh-huh, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, I dig it. That felt very modern as far as, like, book writing goes. And I also appreciate that, like, hey, guess what? All the different lizards, it's just one unifying, like, <laughs> lizard language. I do like that it's like, and they could all understand each other. It's like, yeah. it wasn't even just, like, all the lizards scurried about the tree and they spoke lizard language. It's like, and don't worry, they all get each other. Yeah, there's like a common <laughs> Spanish lizard language. Like, yeah, there's Why like is it different... Spanish. Well, I was gonna say, like, Spanish has so many different dialects oh, and I regional see. versions I of see. it. I guess English is the same way, but I feel like Spanish has like way probably like, more defined. Ones, uh, yeah. Absolutely, because then you also have like tribal shit. Like white people language is all like you know, it's a little bit different depending on where you're from. <laughs> but the words generally have the same meaning. Sure. Now, in my head, I read these lizards as old Jewish men. I don't wow, know if okay. I'm going to do that now. Wow. But it might just come out of me. I suppose we'll see. My! How it rumbles and buzzes in the old elf mound, said one lizard. It rumbles and bubbles so that I haven't had a wink of sleep for the past two nights! I might as well have a toothache, for that also prevents me from sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Legit having like an old man conversation. Yeah, man, they're just yeah. like they're not happy with <laughs> no one knowing the neighborhood. C- cantankerous old men. There's something afoot," said another lizard. Until the cocks, uh, until the cock crowed for dawn, they had the mound po- uh, popped up four red poles to give it a thoroughgoing airing. And elf maidens are learning to stamp out some new dances. Something is surely afoot. The elves are developing uh-huh. as a society, and. It seems like their mound is their home. Yeah, well, it sounds like it's like a secret, like in during the day it's like just like a like a bump in a hill. Yeah. But like they like opened it up and like got yeah. all the cobwebs out, gotta make it nice. Good for them. Why does this bother the people? Yes, I was talking about it with the earthworm I know, said the third lizard. He came straight from the mound where he's been nosing around night and day. Okay. He overheard a good deal. For he can't see, poor thing, but he knows his way around and makes an uncommonly good eavesdropper. Uh, they expect company in the elf mound, distinguished visitors, but the earthworm wouldn't say who they are, or maybe he didn't know. All the will-o'-wisps... <laughs> he doesn't know, he doesn't know, he's just been listening. All the will-o'-wisps have been, uh, been told to parade with their torches, as, they, uh, as they're called, and all the flat silver and gold plate with which the hill is well stocked is being polished and put in uh, put out in the moonlight. Okay, so they're getting real ready for a fancy guest. Some sort of fancy gathering. Also, when you first started this paragraph and you said like, oh yeah, well I was talking to my friend the worm and he told me, like, I, up until you said the worm, totally forgot that these were lizards. Yeah, speaking, <laughs> just like a was dude. Was picturing old men talking to each other. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, I was talking to my friend the worm. And I was like, wait, what, what? Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Again, the, 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 like, the author's gymnastics of talk, of, like, putting himself in the, like, shoes of lizards, of being like, my friend the earthworm, he can't see the poor deer, but he's, you know what I mean? Like, all these, like, unimportant facts. have the same problems that you and I do. I guess so. It's crazy that he didn't eat that fucking earthworm. Don't lizards eat worms? Uh, yeah, they eat bugs. 
I don't know if they eat worms, but I would I'm eat sure a, they would. I would eat a worm. Who can the visitor be? The lizard all wanted the, the lizards all wanted to know. What in the world is going on? Listen to the hustle! Listen to the bustle! Just at that moment, the elf mound opened, and an old maid elf uh, minced out of it. The woman had no back, but otherwise she was quite properly dressed, dressed uh, with her amber jewelry in the shape of a heart. She kept the house for her distant cousin, the old king of the elves, and she was uh, she was very spry in her, in the legs. Trick trot away she went. How she hurried and scurried off to see the night raven down in the marsh. Huh. So like we just did a hard yeah. like those those lizards are talking now we're on this now we're on the old uh, elf lady yeah and we're just gonna find out all of her basic stats just like a, yeah just like enough to know about her so we like can she follow her a, is for her for the old king she's keeping the house for the old her distant cousin the old who elf is king. the old elf king the old elf king like he is old or he's the former elf king great question I think he's just old I yeah. think he's still he's still the elf king. he's still one of the elf once king. a king always a king yeah man yeah fuck yeah it's like you still call a president who's not the president anymore Mr. President. Right, or like governor or whatever, like the like highest level yeah. you got to. Yeah. You are hereby invited to the elf mound this very night, she told him. Uh but I'm but may I ask you to do us a great favor first. Wait, hold on. She told who? Uh Trick Trot away okay, I'm gonna go back in a hot second. Trick Trot away she went. How she hurried and scurried off to see uh, the night raven down in the marsh. The night raven. So she's talking to the night raven. You are hereby invited to the Elf Mound this very night, she told him, the Night Raven. But may I ask you to do us a great favor first. Please deliver the other invitations for us. Oh. As you have no place of your own where you can entertain, you must make yourself gratefully useful. We shall have some very Whoa. distinguished visitors, <laughs> goblins of rank. Uh, let me tell you. So, the old Elf King wants to make the best impression he can. So like, uh, okay, she like okay. there's some shade at the bird. Like you don't really, you yeah. don't have a good apartment. Look, look, bird, you couldn't have anyone over at your place, so you're invited to our place. But you gotta but pull you your also, weight yeah, around. You here. also have to help us put the thing together. Yeah, he's like, he's like, not like doesn't have to do like the cleaning and shit, but like, hey, go Mike, do your bird work. Go put, give the invitations. Who's being invited? The night raven asked. I also like that there's like one night raven. Yeah. The, and also the Night Raven. The Night Raven. The Night Raven He's sounds. I was gonna say it sounds like one of those Batman boys that yeah. like fell and like got out of his way, but still wants to fight crime. Yeah. Oh, everybody. Uh, oh, everyone may come to the big ball. Even ordinary mortals, if they talk in their sleep or can do anything else that we can do. But at the banquet, the company must be be strictly select. Only the very best are invited to it. I've threshed that out thoroughly with the Elf King, because I insist we should not invite ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little shade. Ghosts ruin the party. We can have all sorts of people come to the ball, but no ghosts. No fucking ghosts. And there's a difference here being made between the ball and the banquet. Yeah, so like... It's kind of like the wedding and the reception. Yeah, like humans... So I guess there's like a like the elf mound is obviously under some like magic that humans can't normally see it, but if they stumble upon it, like yeah, they could come if they want to, but they're not coming to the fucking dinner. Or if they talk in their sleep, I think it's a magic thing. I think it's like oh yeah, no, clearly I just I, I didn't know that was the rule. Yeah, I didn't know that was the rule either. But I do know if you're a human and like fairies take you, don't eat or drink anything that they offer you right. because then you can't leave the fairy world. Right. That's what like changelings would like steal babies. We'll get to that another day. 
First of all, we must invite the old man and the sea and his daughters. <laughs> I, I suppose they won't like to venture out on dry land, but we can at least give them a comfortable wet stone to sit on. Or something better. I, I don't think they'll refuse this time. <laughs> then we must have all the old trolls of the first degree with tails. What? We must ask the old man of the stream with the brownies, uh, and I believe we should ask the grave pig, the bone horse, and the church dwarf. Though they live under churches and, properly speaking, belong to the clergy, who are not our sort of people at all. Still, that is their vocation, and they are closely related to us and often come to call. Man, this is like... He's trying some hardcore world building here. Like, Yo, there's... the fucking bone horse and the grave pig? <laughs> Who the fuck are these guys? And the church dwarf? Yeah, that that are magical creatures but are bound to the clergy of some kind? Yeah. Like they're god magic things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they freak everybody out. And I love that we don't have to, like, again, no, we're not going to get why. Nope. Like, we don't get the backstory on what the what was it the 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 horse was it horse uh grave pig the bone horse yeah the bone horse yeah which I fully picture as the uh, black magic card nightmare okay like yeah. just like right like just like a like a fucking bone horse that people can't see <laughs> but like shepherds people to the other side yeah yeah I don't even know what the fucking grave pig is but like whatever it's there the grave pig eats. I, here's what I'm going to guess it is. Okay. The grave pig is a pig that lives on the church grounds that eats the flesh on of buried bones. See, I picture I pictured to be buried. I picture the grave pig with like a hat and a cigar and like a vest and like like even though people dig the graves, the grave pig actually does the work like secretly at night. <laughs> yeah, like he's just like happy to get out of the house. Okay. Crawr, said the night raven as he flew to summon the guests. On the mound, the elf maidens had already begun to dance. They danced with long scarves made out of mist and moonlight. To those who care for scarf dancing, it was the most attractive. Oh. Yeah, so if you're into scarf dancing, this you is know some what? hot scarf dancing. I think after this, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think the sexy part about the scarves are the twirling or when they like put the scarf on you and you're like, ooh, the soft scarf is on me. If it's like a... I mean, if it's a if the scarf dancer is close enough to be able to like put the scarf on me and do one of those like, like could you could you yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, sort like of every cartoon where they like rub a scarf on their butt yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you're like I'm gonna do that as a kid and you're like why did I do that yeah so I I would probably prefer that but I think I like if we're talking about like ribbon dancing like kind of stuff? it's not ribbon dancing I picture them like Celtic like long flowy oh, sleeves yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. okay well, anyway cool. the it's the cool. most attractive yeah. The large central hall of the Elf Mound had been especially prepared for this great night. The floor was washed with moonlight and the walls were polished with witch wax, which made them glisten like the pearls of a tulip. I'm sorry, they were polished with witch wax? Witch wax. No, witch wax. Oh, witch wax. No, which wax did they use? The wax of the witches. The witch wax. Oh, witch wax. <laughs> <laughs> the kitchen abound with skewered frogs, snake skin stuffed with small children's fingers, fungus <laughs> salads made of mushroom seed, wet mouse noses, and hemlock. Wait, we're just going to blow right past the, uh, we're eating... We're snake skin stuffed with, uh, with small children's <laughs> we're, fingers? We're eating kid fingers? Yeah, man. I wonder if kid fingers are like chicken fingers, but no, like that's exactly way what more saying. delicious. That's exactly what I'm saying. I wonder if they debone them or if you have to do it yourself. Well, well, it's they're in the snakeskin, so I hope they're deboned. They're probably deboned. Like they got to be deboned. Yeah. 
There was beer of the swamp, which is brewing, and sparkling sulfur champagne from graveyard vaults. All very substantial. (laughs) Rusty nails and ground grass from church windows were among the delicacies. Okay. I think this is all for that pig. I think this is all for that church pig. I mean, I mean these these are all mystical beings. They don't have to have the same kind of appetites as us. They, yeah. eat, they eat kid fingers for crying out loud. They do like weird... Only the most refined humans eat kid fingers. Only the most refined. <laughs> I do like, though, that, like, uh, the magical beings eat, like, weird skewed things, but, like, totally normal for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, we don't have to know the why. This <clears throat> is just a day in the life. The old elf king had his gold crown polish and powdered slate pencil. It was a prized pupil slate pencil, and a prized pupil slate pencil is not easy for an elf king to obtain. That's so true. So true. I can't tell you how many times I've said that. Yeah, you've said that all the time. I'm like, David, please say something (laughs) else. Please stop talking (laughs) about a a prized pupil slate pencil. I feel vindicated. The curtains in the bedroom were freshly starched with snail slime. Oh, how they did hustle and bustle. Now we shall burn horsehair and pig's bristles for incense, uh, and my duty is done, said the housekeeper. Dear Papa Elf, said the youngest daughter, will you now tell us who the guests to be on, uh, who the guests of honor are to be? <clears throat> well, he said, it's high time that I told you. I have made a match for you two of my daughters. Two of you must be ready to get married without fail. The venerable goblin chief of Norway, who lives in the old Doverfield Mountains and possesses a gold mine and crag castles and stronghold much better than people can imagine, is on his way here with his two sons, and each son wants a wife. Okay, to be clear, this podcast does not think that the king of Norway is a goblin. No, but the... But, that is not what we are saying. No, but, is, in, <laughs> but the king of goblins in Norway... No, I know, I know. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, this is... I just, I don't want to start an international incident. Well, I'll let you know, if you, we think about, like, I don't know if he was Dutch. Is Dutch in Norway the same fucking place? I'm so goddamn dumb. I don't know if that... I feel like... Dutch is... Oh no, Danish is Denmark. Uh, yeah, so they're two different places. Dutch is Holland. Yeah, right. We're not. Right? We're not fucking googling this. We're going I'm to let sure everybody know how dumb we I are. I think Dutch is Holland. <clears throat> okay, if you think about it like that, it is interesting to think if he's throwing any shade at Norwegian people because <laughs> like <laughs> they do some weird customs, and you're like, are we talking about goblins or Dutch people right now? <laughs> <clears throat> the old goblins chief is a real Norwegianer. Honest uh, and okay, true, yeah, now he's straightforward and merry. <laughs> now he's definitely throwing shade at Norway. But, like, you could just be a goblin, but, like, like if a goblin grew up in California, he would still be like, hey, I smoke weed, I'm a goblin. <laughs> yeah, like, but, right? He wouldn't well, be, like, an uptight conservative goblin. If, 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 if you live in Hans Christian Andersen's time and you see a goblin, you could be damn sure that they're from Norway. No, no, that's <laughs> not what you say. You say, these goblins are from Norway. Yeah, like all goblins. No, there's other. I don't. I. I. The story is not <laughs> in depth enough to know where other goblins are from. I think it's very from. clear that Norwegians are goblins. I will not say that. That is David. You <laughs> at him. You do not at me on this one. I have known him for many a year, and we drank to our lasting friendship when he came here to get his wife. She's dead now, but <laughs> she was the daughter of the king of the chalk cliffs at Moen. I used to tell that he got. Uh, I used to tell him that he got married on the chalk, as if he brought his wife on credit. How I look forward to seeing him again. His <laughs> sons, they say, are rough and rowdy, but he'll improve when they get older. It's up to you to polish them. This is such a weirdly like 
comfortable in its skin story. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it does not feel the need to give you any back history besides like what of the, these conversations where they're like, oh, I know this guy, but like, it's insane. Like, and you can imply so much though. That's the that's the fun of it. It's yeah. Like, this is one of those, like, if this was to start a cartoon, like the first episode of a cartoon. This would be a great be like first Adventure episode. Time, where, like, five yeah. seconds in, you're like, we're still exploring so much of this world. Absolutely. Like, How soon will they come, one of the daughters asked. That depends on the wind and the weather, he said. They, uh... Those, they, are, the, those are the same thing. No, the wind and the weather? The wind and the weather are the same. The wind the, is the like wind. the blowy wind. The weather is I'm like, just is it sunny or is it blowing? Tell, oh, they hey, are. how's the weather today? It's windy. Yeah, okay, they are. The, that's, okay, that's David, the you are right. They are the same thing. <laughs> they are thrifty travelers. They will come by ship when they have a chance. I wanted them to travel overland by the way of Sweden, but the old gentleman wouldn't hear of it. Norway he, and Sweden, they don't get along. He doesn't. He doesn't keep up with the times, and I don't like that. He doesn't like that. <laughs> He doesn't like it. He's sort of stuck in his old ways, but like, whatever. Conversations are so lived in. I love it. But this is also, I feel like this is the conversation we have of being like, I'm going to go to your house. Which way you should, which way you should take? Oh, just like hop on the 170 and then exit like two exits up. Oh no, no. I usually go up. Oh no, take the 405. No, no. Trust me. There's way better ways. I'll do it my way, David. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to actually give exits to your apartment. You came pretty close. I was pretty close. <laughs> uh, just then, two willow whips came tumbling in, one faster than the other, and therefore he got there first. Yep. Both of them were shouting, Here they come! Here they come! Hand me my crown. Let me stand where the moon shines most brightly, the elf king said. I like the idea of a king that only wears his crown when someone's about to come around. Yeah, like, like most of the time. He's got it around somewhere and he's like, oh shit, where's my crown? Guys, someone give me my crown. They've, been, they've talked about this a bunch as well, but like uh, all of these are only happening at night. So humans can't right, see this. Right, right, right. They didn't like specifically say that, but they mentioned the moonlight a lot. Right. <clears throat> his daughter lifted their long scarves and uh, curtsied low to the ground. There came a venerable goblin chief from the Doverfield, crowned with sparkling icicles, polished fur cones, muffled in the muffled in his bearskin coat, and wearing his sledge boots. His his sons dressed quite differently, with their throats uncovered and uh, without suspenders. They were husky fellows. Oh, uh, I guess goblins typically wear suspenders. You haven't seen one. Without them, have I you? guess these two sons are wearing some <laughs> new fucking fashion, and everyone's like, "Oh boy, this is weird." But how are their pants staying? Up? I think they're too fat. I think that's what they're means. husky. Yeah, like the, the pants like just go to the they're edge. Too big for suspenders. Yeah, they just have like coats on overneath. Okay. They're like like pushing the end of goblin pants technology. Okay, okay. Is that a hill? The small so the two brothers pointed his fingers at the elf mound in Norway. We would call it a hole. Son, cried the goblin chief, hills come up and holes go down. Have you two no eyes in your head? <laughs> the first thing we get is the, the dad basically being like, oh my god, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> don't fucking embarrass me in front of my elves friends, don't okay? don't know what a hole is. The only thing that amazed them, they said, was the language that the people spoke here. Why they could actually understand it. Yeah, they were like afraid they wouldn't like speak the language. Oh my god, they're like... Stupid Americans. They're really... Well, oh, they speak English here? Well, what? do they not speak? disparage America. They're stupid Norwegian dirt. Oh, okay? right, right. Yeah, okay. They are goblins after all. 
Don't make such uh, tomfools of yourself, said their father, or people will think you ignoramuses. Already there. Already there. They entered the elf mound where all the best people were gathered, uh, though they assembled as fast as they seemed swept in by the wind. Nevertheless, the arrangements were delightfully convenient for everyone. The old man of the sea and his daughters were seated at the table in large caskets of water, which they, uh, which they said made them feel right at home. Everyone had good <laughs> table manners, except the two young Norwegian goblins oh who put their feet on the table as if, as if anything they did were all right. And you know goblins feet. What? They have eight toes. Oh my god, do they? I don't know. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if he just said some shit like yeah, that as well. Yeah. And all 15 of their toes were sparkling. And it's like, wait, how is there not a number of toes? This story makes me want to write fantasy because I don't have to justify anything. I can just write whatever I want to write and the audience will go along with it. Yeah, you saw Willow. <laughs> yeah, I saw Willow! And brownies are here and sprites! I know, he said brownies earlier and I was like, oh! Yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh. Take your feet off your plate, said the old goblin chief, and they obeyed, but not right away. <laughs> I like to think that they do that, like, kind of huffy, like, uh, uh, uh. They, like, double down, they, like, put their toes in the mashed potatoes like, a little bit. Like Paul Rudd's character in Wet Hot American Summer. Absolutely. But they, like, still did it. Yeah. I mean, he still, he still cleaned up those plates. Yeah, yeah. They had brought fur, uh, fur cones in their pockets to tickle the lady sitting next to them. To make themselves comfortable, they pulled off their boots and gave them to the ladies to hold. However, their father, the old Jover Goblin, conducted himself quite differently. He talked well of the proud crags of Norway and of the weather and of the waterfalls rushing in a cloud of spray with a roar like a thunder at the sound of an organ. He told them how the salmon leapt up through the waterfall when they hear the Nixies twang away on golden harps. He described uh, bracing winter nights on uh, on which the sleigh bells chime and the boys with flaming torches skim over polished ice so clear that you can see the startled fish swish away underfoot. So like, I see what you mean by waxing poetic in yeah, fantasy. <laughs> uh, but also, he's like coming to get brides for his son and he's talking about like all the things you are going to do How great Norway is. It's yeah. pretty cool. We got all these great things. What I will say is I think that this... Norwegian goblin yeah. that is the chief. Sure. The head goblin. The king of these goblins. Right. Uh, is very regal. Like, he's super well put together. He's very polite. He's clean. He's not putting his feet up on stuff. He's talking to these girls like, hey, don't worry. It's going to be a good time. It's so beautiful in Norway. Well, and I think there's also, like, I think goblins themselves are, like, gross pieces of shit. That's probably true. But he's well-traveled and understands, like, the customs not of other places. Not everyone is gross pieces right. of shit. Right, listen. They'll when get... you're at Goblin Home, you can be a gross piece of shit. When you go across to the elf mound, yeah. you gotta be fucking legit but even the elf dad was like you are going to be able to train them like yeah right. they're like super rough but like don't worry about it they'll be receptive to we it we were warned about that that's true yes he had a way of talking that made you both hear and see the sawmill sawings of the boys and girls as they sang and danced the norwegian killing dance hurrah in the uh, in the wink of an eye the goblin chief gave the old maid elf such a kiss that it smacked though they were in they weren't in the least related <laughs> Those kids who are working the sawmill? Yeah. Is that where we got the kid fingers from? <laughs> Great question. I can only assume yes. Yeah. <laughs> then the elf maidens must do their dances. First the ordinary dances and then the dance they, they had stamped their feet, which set them off to perfection. Ooh. When they... Uh, uh, then they did a really complicated one called <laughs> A Dance to End Dancing. Uh, oh, shit. 
keep us and save us uh, how light they were on their feet. Whose leg was whose? Which uh, which were arms and which were legs? Oh. They whipped through the air like shavings at a plan- at a planning mill. Oh. Then the girls twirled as fast and made the bone and made the bone horses head spin and staggered away from the table. Okay. They like danced this, this so was fucking a really fast. Fun paragraph. <laughs> yeah, they like were dancing so much like a spinning top. You couldn't tell what was what. You couldn't tell and whose legs were whose, whether it was an arm or a leg, and the bone horse's head spun around. Like something out of a fucking cartoon. Like, and it makes that like, like, like it makes that noise like a yeah, 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 one of those like, like rattlesticks. Yeah, one of those rattly things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whirl said the goblin chief. The girls are lively enough, but can they? Uh, uh, but can they do besides dancing like mad, spinning like tops, and making the bone horse dizzy? <laughs> I'll show you what they can do, said the elf The elf king boasted. He called his youngest daughter. She was so thin and fair as moonlight. She was the most dainty of all the sisters, and when she took a white wand in her mouth, it vanished away. The wand did? She put it in her mouth and it vanished away. <laughs> okay. That was what she could do. But the goblin chief said... This wasn't this wasn't an art he he would <laughs> hold on. I, this is so funny. She put the white wand in her mouth and it vanished away. Yeah. Th- uh, this is what she could do. But the goblin chief said this was an art he wouldn't like his wife to possess, and he didn't think his sons would like it either. <laughs> no, you're hearing this wrong, man. She can put a whole wand in her mouth. Yeah, and then it disappears. She can make. Yes. Yeah, homie, don't play that game. That's fine. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> they, like, watch her do it, and they're, like, pull their collars. They're like, we don't think we want that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Why not? Uh, the second daughter could walk alongside herself as if she had a shadow, which is something that trolls don't possess. The third uh-huh. was a very different sort of girl. She had studied brewing with the Swamp Witch, and she was good. She had a good hand at seasoning alder stumps and, gro- and glowworms. Now, this one would make a good housewife, said the goblin chief, winking instead of drinking to her, for he wanted to keep his wits clear. Oh. Yeah, so instead of doing, like, a cheers thing, he, like, winked at her, because he, like, wants to make sure he, like, chooses the best one. Yeah. The fourth daughter played upon a tall golden harp. As soon as she fingered the first string, everyone kicked up uh, his left leg, for all the troll tribe are left-legged. Huh? And as soon as she fingered the second string, everyone had uh, had to do just as she said. What a dangerous woman, said the goblin chief. His sons were very bored, and they strolled out of the elf mound as their father asked, What can the next daughter do? Oh my god. So, like, dad's real engaged with this, and, like, the girls are showing off fucking superpowers. Yeah, that last one legit is a dangerous person. Cool power. Also, I didn't know that all trolls were left, like, their yeah. dominant leg was Obviously left leg. Obviously trolls. Like, and goblins are of the troll family. I guess so. Like, there's a hierarchy yeah. somewhere in yeah. there. Uh, I have learned to like Norwegian Norwegianers, she told him. I'll never marry unless I can live in Norway. Okay. But her younger sister whispered in the old goblin's ear. She only says that because the old Norwegianers have a saying that even though the world should fall, the rocks of Norway would still stand tall, and that's why she wants to go there. She's afraid to die. <laughs> he he said the goblin. Somebody let that cat out of the bag. Now for the seventh and last. Oh wow. The sixth comes before the seventh, said the elf king, who uh, 
who was more careful with his arithmetic. But the sixth daughter would not come forward. Oh. What a weird fucking shade right there of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring me your final daughter. Well, there's another one. I've been counted. I can count, uh, yeah, okay. okay. Like, jeez. Uh, uh, this is the sixth daughter now. Right, she won't come forward. I can only tell the truth, she said. Nobody likes me, and I have enough to do to sew upon my shroud. Now came the seventh and last daughter. So the sixth daughter just knows that she can only tell she the truth. She has no interest in this. Look, let me tell you, I'm going to stop you right here and save us all time. You're not going to want me. I only tell the truth. Yeah. I, I tell the truth fucking begrudgingly. Yeah, and honestly, I have to finish this. I, I got enough I, on my I'm, plate I'm right now. I'm working on my needle point right now and I got to... And that is a truthful thing that she told you. Yeah. She actually has too much to do. Yeah. She wasn't lying to you. I like that one. What could you, uh, now came the seventh and last daughter. What can she do? She could tell tales as many as, uh, as many as ever she pleased. Okay. This is uh, not what's going to happen, but my prediction is then she will start telling the tale. The tale of the elf mouth. And then she like, the lizard, scurry yeah, up. She, like, she's the, <laughs> yeah, she's the actual a, author. It starts a cycle. Here are my five fingers, said the old goblin. Tell me a story for each of them. Oh. The elf maiden took him by the wrist, and then he chuckled till he was almost choked. When she came to the fourth finger, which wore a gold rings, just as if uh, just as if it knew the weddings were in the air, the old goblin said, Hold it fast, for I give you my hand. I'll take you as a wife myself. Whoa. The elf maiden said that the stories of Gulbrad and the fourth finger and all the little Peter playfellow and the fifth finger remain to be told. Ah, uh, 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 we shall save those until winter," said the old goblin chief. "Then you, uh, then you shall tell me about the fir tree and the birch, of the ghost, of the ghost presence and the creaking forest. You will be our teller of tales, for none of us have the knack of it. We shall sit in the great stone castle where the pine logs blaze, and we shall drink our mead out of the golden horns of the old Norwegian kings." I have two that water goblin washed into my hand, and while we sit side by side, Sir Garbo will come and call, and we will sing and the mountain maiden song. How merry we shall be. Uh, the salmon will leap into the waterfell and beat against the stone walls, and will never get in to where we sit of where we sit so snug. Ah, I tell you, it's a good to live uh, to live in glorious old Norway. But where have the boys gone? So he like, he like tells her like all the wonderful things they're going to do with their life. Yeah. Like how comfortable they're going to be and like the fish won't bother us and we'll like drink from these horns. Yeah. And yeah. like, it sounds very nice. You know what I find interesting and it's just, it's funny, uh, that this story was written by a writer. Yeah. Hans Christian Andersen. We know the writer. Hans right. Christian Andersen. Who is shown to be the best daughter so far? The one that's a writer. Oh, the, one, the one that's a storyteller. That's very true. That's, a, that's yeah. very true. Yeah. Where indeed, they were changing through the fields, blowing out the will-o'-wisps, who were coming so modestly for their torchlight parade. Is that a way to behave, said the goblin chief? No. I have chosen a stepmother, uh, stepmother for you, so come and choose your wives of your own. But his son said they preferred speeches and drinks to, mat to matrimony. <laughs> so they made speeches and they drank, and they drank heat, uh, Healths and turned their <laughs> healths, healths, 
Oh, and drank healths, like, yeah. to their healths. No, well, healths, like, uh, it's probably just, like, a health of... Oh, like a big glass? Yeah. And turned their glasses bottom... Uh, uh, and turned their glasses bottom side up to show how empty they were. Yep. When they took off their coats and lay down on the table to sleep, for they had no manners. But the old goblin danced around the room with his young wife, Bride, and changed his boots for hers, which was a more fashionable uh, than merely exchanging rings. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder if that's like an 1840... It's, like, it's probably some symbol of like, now I walk in your shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. walk in mine. And I also wonder, there's a... The elf king keeps talking about like new customs and the goblin and the goblin king who's more refined than his sons is like showing that he's like willing to change. Yeah, yeah. There's that cock crowing. The old maid housekeeper of the elves warmed them. Now we must close the shutter to keep the sun from burning us. Huh. So, that, so they closed the mound, but outside the lizards darted around the hollow tree. And one said to the other, oh, how we like that old Norwegian goblin chief. I preferred his jolly son, said the earthworm. Cool. But, but when he had no eyes in his head, poor thing. The end. <laughs> I was just about to say, who would pick the sons over the death? The blind uh, one who was just blind, like listening the to the desert, who's just doesn't know shit. David, the end. What a whimsical little story. Yeah, like not a lot happened. It's no just one, the one evening. Literally, nobody went on a story arc. Uh, everybody, like no one changed. Everybody is the same. The Goblin King is still... No, well, the seventh daughter has a husband. Well, she... not, they changed, like, superficially in that they gained or lost something. Yeah. But as characters, they didn't... The All the daughters just showed their one thing, and that was it. Yeah. The, the daughter that got chosen is still just the storyteller one. Oh, she's getting the, a husband the, now. The Goblin King, I guess, went... He came just to get wives for his sons and ended up getting a wife for himself. Well, they're a piece of shit sons and didn't know what to fucking do. They just wanted to drink. shit sons. Right, they, they did not change. And, and honestly, like, I don't think the, the Goblin King changed at all because he was just like, uh, I'm, I'm a cool, like, open-minded fellow. Yeah, yeah, he's just and like... he remained a cool, open-minded fellow. Okay, let's go to lessons. Okay. Lessons! There is so yeah. much I feel like I learned in this one. You know who definitely didn't change? Who? Didn't say. The lizards. No, they <laughs> did not <laughs> change. Great bookends. Right no, there. didn't change at all. <laughs> and I also feel sad that the lizards didn't get a chance to be a part of the party. Like, they're not a high enough creature, but they, like, still are aware of everything Man, that's going on. The, Real gossip queens, those yeah, uh, lizards. Yeah. The, I felt like the safest prediction I could have had was that the main character was a human man. Yeah! <laughs> no humans at, at all. all. Not, not even at all. a human stumbled into the scene. Not even one who was like, uh, talking in their sleep. Yeah. yeah. What else did you learn? Oh, man. Um, well, like, have your manners when you go to someone's house. Absolutely. That's a great lesson to learn. You know? Uh, yeah, like, if you have good manners, you might get a wife. Yeah. Honestly, be honest. Absolutely. <laughs> that daughter that was like, look... I tell the truth, no one likes me, I'm too busy anyway. She didn't want to get picked. She got one fucking line and she got the fuck out of there. She had no business being She's there. She's definitely my favorite character. Uh, I like the bone horse. I really like it back. I really like the grave pig. When, when you have something like the bone horse and it, it gets dizzied, take notice. Yeah, yeah, because its head goes woo, 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 woo. Yeah, it makes that rattly noise. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I didn't learn like... Any more lessons, but I just learned a lot of like weird little like like world building stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy that this isn't part of a bigger narrative. 
Yeah. Like, this feels the most fairy tale of many like, of the stories we've the heard. The delicacies of the feast were window grass and rusty nails. Yeah, and like, and like, a special, like, gross, like, their beer is like a, like a, like, brine. Swamp yeah, water. like, yeah, yeah. like, I guess, like, fuck it, you can make booze out of anything, so yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like a really weird, like, I don't know, this, this one felt very. Almost like it knew it was going to be buried in a bunch of other more famous stories. You know Maybe. what I mean? Like, it, it doesn't, like, it just is. It feels story. like a filler episode of the Power Rangers. It just is, right? There was nothing, yeah, there was nothing really affecting from start to finish. I do like, though, it does feel like he is, because there's some real solid jokes in here. Yeah. There's some real solid, yeah. there's some real solid he stuff. He takes his time to be in the moment, which is what's weird about it. Yeah. Um, and I also like the delicate like there are moments like the story moves very fast but then there's just like these little delicate moments of like the dad and the dad and the daughters or the the, uh, the king and his sons mm-hmm. yeah it isn't a grand adventure but i do feel like we as humans got to like open the top of a dollhouse and watch the <laughs> dolls come in. to life yeah. yeah yeah it's like our town but if it was actually interesting oh don't our town's so sad though our town sucks yeah our town is not good it's so sad <laughs> I had to do a scene from Our Town in my college theater class. Sounds about right. And I got a girl who was a refugee from the Middle East. Oh, no. And the teacher kept wanting her to be more emotionally invested in the story. Yeah. Like, you know, when you were a kid and you had these feelings. I'm pretty sure she grew up in a refugee camp. She had no fucking connection yeah. to anything. <laughs> it was an... I feel bad for her. I also feel like it was a fuck you to me that he gave her to me. Because, like, I didn't show up to, like, some fucking animal practice we had. <laughs> I got a B-minus in that class, and then I wasn't allowed to take advanced acting, so I couldn't take, like, the fucking clowning workshop. You heard it here, folks. That piece of shit guy. I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking say his name. I can't even remember it. Great. <laughs> I'm so fucking mad about that. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you guys next time. I hope you enjoyed the Elf Mound. I'm Michael Santel. I'm David Miller. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Alright, bye. Peace out. That's our show. Thanks for coming round. Don't be sad. No need to frown. We'll have more stories. Don't throw a fit. Goodbye, one and all, and we'll see you in a bit. So, it's my episode. That means you gotta start us off. Since when has that been a rule? That's whoever's... You just start whoever, every episode. Whoever reads it, the other person That's how starts we it. started doing Right, things. I'm going back to the... <laughs> David, we have a tradition. Traditions are a we big We have a tradition thing. that you yourself have broken every time. I don't know what you're talking about. Let's start us off. Give us a count. Here we go. Three, two... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to see how I come. So I, I was going to was was try to interrupt you so badly. I, 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 I wanted to, to do it. I had to sacrifice actually starting I was so that I could tell you that you, I knew. I was going to let you do it. I was going to swoop in like a Nighthawk. Oh, my mix-up's too good. Nighthawks are the most <laughs> scary of hawks because you don't see them coming. <laughs>